This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to your home for the 2022 World Cup. Hey! A lot of people don't know this. It's being held in Qatar. Heard some call it Qatar. Qatar, not me. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. What do we learn? What do we learn after one day of the World Cup? Well, as Rob Schneider would say, "Oh no, we suck again. We got out of this show." And we passed it off to Jeffrey and Giannato with a 1-0 lead. They could not bring it home for us. G&J ultimately conceding a draw from 2-4 to four with Wales. I, I mean, look, we gave you the 1-0 lead. What, what, what more can we do as a show? I was watching it at the service department out at Homer Skelton. Oh, yeah. As I was getting an oil change. Old friends. There was one other person in the waiting room with me, uh-huh. a young brother. Okay. Was into his phone, whatever else, waiting as I was waiting. So as as Wales tied that match, I looked up at the TV. I said, "God, you did Dog it! You did the patriotism, In very patriotic fashion." Yes. I looked at the brother so we could commiserate together. Man, that man didn't give a hot damn about what was going on on that television. Well, that's, and that's what I'm talking about. It's the, hard. There, JB said it, man. It's well, it's in Cutter. It's in November. It's it's hard, bro. And then is. we're not good. Well, we're not good. Um, was that a bad call or a bad move by us? How do you mean? Allowing him to get that penalty kick. Oh yeah. Well, that, of course it was awful. It was an awful decision. Awful awful outcome. Yeah, no doubt about it. We didn't need, didn't need to be that up on him. Well, playing that that was we, foolish. We need to be on the broadcast. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we would bring a fresh take. I really think I might. You, I've been a little bit disappointed in you, much like the Kings 0-4 start. Now, maybe you'll get hot like them. No, I I, I would be an absolutely unbelievable. You said, Jason, Jason we got to get excited. we got to cover World Cup. we got to give people the updates. I've got all the – and then you, you, you kind of oversell. The, I would be the Eric Hasseltine. Tell me about Argentina's loss this morning. It was, it was unequivocally – one of the greatest disasters we have seen in the modern sport. What are they saying today? Well, I mean, Saudi Arabia was 20 to 1 to win the game. So, and then after Argentina went up 1 0, I believe they were 125 to 1 
to win the game. Good grief. So quite honestly, it is one of and I'm not this is not hyperbole. This is this is true. It's one of the greatest upsets in the history of sports. It is. It's one of the greatest upsets in the history of sports. Argentina, I believe, was the um second, you know, however you want to weigh it. They were the they were like tied they, they had the second best odds. They had the second best odds to win this entire thing. And these folks lost to Saudi Arabia. Come on now. Back to us. What do we have to do to get out of the Midnight in Tokyo? We have to beat Iran. in LA. Brunch in Moscow. That is how I would call the game. Just like uh, I can't remember his name. He's the, I stole that. I stole that. That wasn't my word. We know. But that was. But this would be me on the call, like Eric Hasseltine. Ready? And Christian Pulisic, the young phenom from America, says, "Eat this with a touch. One touch." That's that's pretty good, right? They looked very disappointed yesterday, so I can't get this excited about it. Well, yeah, because now what it sets up for the Americans just to kind of give you an outscore Iran by more than Wales does. That's right. You got to pound them. I'm talking. Are we capable? WMDs. You got to bring it to them. You got to drop it on them like it's 2003. I know it's a different country, but you get the idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need President Bush to give the speech before the game. I'm sorry. This is the way it has to be. We have to move out of group play, Jason. We have no choice. Because they're not, if they beat England, if they pull off. No, it's not happening. Well, nobody would have said Saudi Arabia would beat Argentina. Stop. What? I mean, Argentina has the greatest football player of all time. England was out there playing around in its opener, scored six goals. They did. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were. They're going to be playing with us, too. You think? Yeah. Now, we're a little prouder than that. Come on, man. We're a little prouder than that. We're going to have some, we're going to have some fight. It's gonna be it's gonna be one nil at the half. England wins two nil. You know it's gonna be one of those things. That's what the Americans do. We fight hard in a loss. I mean, that's on a soccer pitch. On everything else, we don't lose pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I would probably be more invested if the games weren't happening at four o'clock in the morning. That's when Argentina and, and Saudi Arabia kicked off. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I'm not getting up at that time. Now, some people will get up at that time for like. The Wimbledon, you know. I mean, they'll get up early as hell and watch that that damn tournament. I'm like, I don't, not me. I'm not getting. I hate getting up. I am not a morning I'm, person. I just did. You call it the Wimbledon? What is it, Wimbledon? Yes, fool. Well, whatever. Get up for a. You 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 sound like a snob here. You sound like a you know like an English snob. You can't put the in front. I just of think you're exposing yourself. Well, I don't watch tennis. I've never watched tennis a day in my life. Do you think we expect that of you? Yeah. No. We know you're not. You're not watching that mess, and you tried yeah. to sell this as if you're awfully glued in. And I know you're not as much now. I, I turned it off at half. I was like, oh, we got this one. We, While your States, house was crying. United States got this one in the bag. There's no way we're gonna blow this. The well, the you know the the Welsh. Nah. When the Welsh tied it up, is that when your home started crying? Yeah. I should have known. I should have known bad things were afoot. That something was going on in the universe. Um, so next game for United States is going to be on Friday. That's useful. Black Friday against England, who, as we pointed out, toyed with Iran and and probably will do the same on some level. I mean, look, I anything can happen. It's a one-off tournament. Upsets happen all the time. My guess is United States goes down swinging, and then they and then that, and that's when you know, barring other things. Um, more than likely, you're going to have to beat Iran, you know, 5 to nil or something like that. Check out what I do here. You know what I'll be more locked into on Friday? Grizzlies-Pelicans. And by the time they finish up this week, John, check me out here. 
They wrap up with the Knicks on Sunday. They will have played three more games. That will put them roughly a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, sitting now, uh, you're a game better than you were last year at this time. And we know now with the, the news that John Morant going to be back maybe sooner than expected, starting with tonight, hopefully. Has anything changed for you on expectations for this team based on what you've saw no. and what we've seen from the rest of the no, league? No, I mean, the only thing that I think that has changed for me is way I, I get this sort of insidious back of my mind thought that is this going to be a case with the Grizzlies, not just this season, but from a big picture standpoint of when we get healthy will be X, Y, and Z. But it never happens. It's like, you know, you're just chasing this ghost that, uh, you know, like the, uh, you know, T-Mac and Yao Ming Rockets. Remember them? Mm-hmm. Like it just felt like they were, you know, never really always healthy. They could have maybe done some things, but they just were never healthy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, are the Grizzlies going to be that? That's what comes into my – because I, I think it's a real concern. Jaron has a lengthy injury history. Ja has a lengthy hi- injury history. Not so much worried about Desmond Bain. I mean, he's played through stuff for his entire career. But those two specifically. Dylan's got a history. Like, injuries are part of the game. They're part of sports. But they are oftentimes what keep teams from winning championships. I mean, it's not something that people talk about a lot, but it's, it is a, it is an, a fact of life. The teams that win championships also have amazing injury luck, and teams that don't typically do not. Like, think about those Warriors teams that didn't have Kevin Durant. He tore his ACL or his Achilles or whatever it was uh, in, in, in the playoffs. Clay Thompson, you know. Um, you know, there have been many, many injuries over the years. Russell Westbrook got hurt. Uh, for the Thunder in one of those years that kept them from going on a big big time run. The Grizzlies were the beneficiary of that injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you never really had to – you never heard about Spurs injuries and their runs. I mean, they were pretty much Iron Men. Ginobili and Tony Parker and Tim Duncan, they were always playing, you know. And availability is such a – it's it's an underrated and under-discussed part of winning championships, and that's what the goal is here, Right. Um, and I, you asked me to my expectations. No, my expectations don't change because I know that when this team is whole, they are awesome. But what does sort of start to enter my mind is, are we, are we, are we just going to be perpetually in a stage and a phase of this team not ever really being together because one per- part of it is hurt, one piece of it's not available? You know, I think that is that is my forefront concern right now about the Grizzlies. Not their results on the court because those will come when they're there. Will they be there? Will everybody be available? Those are my pressing uh, issues. Uh, the thing you have to remember, too, is that there's still a whole lot more time to find out about the majority of this core. Um, ja, Jaron being 23, Baines, what, 24. The thing you might not find out based on what we've seen so far this year and just this frustration trying to get is what it looks like with Dylan, yep. right? Because because there's a line there with the contract and everything else. This season, to me, was always about that. Yes, while still building, hopefully building on the playoff success about that, last year was get the getting the four of them on the floor. I remember it now like because we've got it written down in our brains. 11 games with these guys last year, 13% of the season, just 13% where you had all four. This was supposed to be about the year of you're learning what that looks like with the four of them together. And maybe, maybe – you don't find that out to the degree that you wanted to this season because of what's happening. But big picture, mm-hmm. whether it's with Dylan or not, we'll know with the other three. Yes. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, like 
we keep trying to rush this. Hey, let's get him there. This is a contender now, whatever else. But I keep going back to the point, those Celtics that were 25 last year with Tatum around, you know, they weren't ready either. you got to right. go through the wars. This is, you know, you're in it for the long haul here with the Grizzlies and with John Moran. And, I, and I'll be honest with you. I know, I know Jaws never had a season where he played 82 games, you know, or played a, what we call a full season. What is it, 67, 63, 57 this year? But I, I will say this, though, John, for for the way he plays, you know, you've been pretty fortunate. Mm-hmm. That's true. He you know, it hasn't been a deal like, like a, Jared, you know, where right. you've been gone for, you know. Eight months. Exactly. So I mean, technically been, the injury in the playoffs was, but it was at the end of the season. But, but And the way you keep learning is that we've all said durability, yes, you got to stay out there, job, find a way to be out there all season long. But let's be for the way he plays, no, for, sure. for the way he tries to dunk on everybody, for yeah. how much he comes down from so high out of the air, you've been relatively. And, and the way to keep learning about your team, hopefully, is that. Is this guy who was, you know, upgraded to questionable today stays relatively healthy. He's the key to everything. But remember, y'all, it's still big picture. And as much as we want, man, can't man, one goes down, you know, one gets back, two go down, whatever. You, you got to think big picture here, and it's it's really about you know learning what you can be with those core four on the floor together. Hopefully, it happens soon. Yeah, I mean, you're it, running out of time. It feels like to to get the data on those four together. Yeah, no, it's it, you are. Because you're going to have decisions. You got to a make. decision. Dylan does too, because you only yeah. feels like you got a ceiling on what you can offer him, knowing you got to pay Bain. That's right. His extension next year. So Dylan's got a decision to make too. Yeah, I mean the truth is, you just you just you have to hope that at some point it it, it happens. I mean that's all you can because it's not something that you can control. It's not something that you know. Uh, okay, well, we make this decision. Yep. You know, it's just it's just got to you know align. And you feel a little bit closer to it because you get the news on Ja. It, it feels like now you're just waiting on Bain. Yep. Right. With Ja being upgraded to questionable for tonight, so hopefully we're we're as close as that. As as Desmond getting healthy, the rest of the guys staying that way. Jaron, uh, Dylan, those guys, and and you're there, and you can you can you know finally go at this thing with your with your full deck of cards. Yeah, and you're just of course trying to prevent the uh you know the the there would be no purple beam inside FedEx Forum. Do you do you like the idea of a blue beam at the Liberty Bowl at Simmons Bank? Do you like that? Can we steal that? We need to add some game day experiences at at Simmons Bank. Grizzlies fine. Grizzlies have the best one of the best game day experiences in the NBA. I was going to say my, my kid loves the streamers they do and everything yeah. else. They Can we get some for the Tigers from the Tigs? We need something. According to y'all I mean, it's, you know, and for the uh, basketball team as well, because the team winning ain't enough. Yeah, the, the court looks good. Court Conti- does look good. Continue to win. I think the the basketball side's going to take care of itself on the floor. Football's got more work to do. What was? Do we about. know what their announced attendance was for that? Do we ever figure that out? I'll look it up. But I'm I am curious. I mean, not that it matters because that's manipulated anyway. It's not like butts and seats as we know. But uh, it was. Uh, 10,653 was announced attendance. That means it was below. Yeah. It was below 10. They didn't crack 10 then for actual bus and seats, you would think. That was a Sunday at 4 o'clock. That's not terrible, right? A home opener. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Not great, Bob. Not that great. That is not a great. I thought they announced 12 or 13. Yeah. Yeesh. If they were. If they were you see them uh, pushing for 901 tickets and everything else? They're trying, man. They are trying, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a battle right now. I told you it goes back to, I mean, you could say there's no, you can fight this whatever else there it is a it's a battle for them in a town where you got John Moran and the Grizzlies as hot a ticket as that is. Well, you can't compete. Period. With that. I'm sorry, it's just you true. can't compete. And you got to play in twice a you know twice a week at home sometimes. You just yep. can't, you can't compete with that. There is no competing with that. I mean, John Morant is a one percent experience in the NBA. Like there are very few, if any, 
superstars like him that you would say are appointment. We got to go watch him when he's playing. There are just not that many. Yes, we've been blessed. You know, and so it's not a. It's not like Memphis basketball needs to be ashamed that they can't compete with that. Almost there are people in there are teams in the NBA that can't compete with that. You know, but it is true. Well, it's changed the game well, for it, Memphis basketball. They have become the main attraction. There's no denying that. Now you can still be a pretty, uh, pretty big attraction. They had 17 324 for their game against the Thunder uh, on was that Friday night? Yeah, yeah. So they, they had 17,324. Uh, there weren't 17 in there though. I don't think. Yeah, I mean it's it's not like it's just a. But they, I guarantee you, is well over 10. Yeah, right, right. And I again, I'm sure there were fewer than 10. You know, against uh, against VCU, but you know, look, that's the that's the that's the the job. Um, you have to kind of lean into, and I think Penny has sort of done that. Hey, I, I'm going to go get the, the hot, flashy. That's what that said to me. Going out and getting Mikey Williams. Yeah, I'm going to get my guy that can sizzle. Because one thing people will do, the curiosity factor will bring them to FedEx Forum to watch those kids play. It will. Not so much the college kids for wh- whatever reason. I don't know. And I also think too, it's like. People want to see draft lot picks. They want to see, you know, future pros. I mean, Jalen Duren was in there last year. Yeah, that's true. But, but you know, guards are a little different, I'd like to believe. You know, for, you know, bigs who kind of don't get the usage rate that they deserve versus guards. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I, I think th- the question is, are they always fighting this from now on, or is it while that team, and hopefully it's forever, yeah. but it's while they have John Moran. Well, no, I mean, I think everything is I, – I, I truly believe this. I truly believe everything is cyclical. If the Grizzlies have a f- four- or five-year span where, you know, they're not going to the playoffs or they're kind of barely getting in and, you know, one day Jai's not going to be a Grizzly, one day he will retire or something or other, when John Moran's not playing for the Grizzlies, yeah, like I think your, 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 your nature is to just shift to whatever's hot. You know, and right now, and for the foreseeable future, that is going to be the Memphis Grizzlies. That's okay. That's totally fine. Memphis basketball had a 40-year turn at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like this is they, – they had a long, long run at number one. They can take a backseat here. But I just – I think both can succeed. You know, I, I think both can be successful. Both can offer their own, you know, experiences. Um, and, and, look, that, the beauty of it is Grizzlies playoffs don't happen until after Tigers tournament chances. So, I mean, I'm not naive about it. College basketball is and will forever be a six-week sport, especially now, yeah, in Memphis that you've got the Grizzlies who are incredible. I mean, they're incredible. They do things, and Ja does things on a nightly basis that is, it just does not compare. He is, he's different. He's a cyborg. And that's why he got a drug test today. You know, that's the truth. We'll come back. Jeff Cox is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him uh, about this topic. We'll talk to him about what he's seen from Memphis basketball, his thoughts on the Grizz. and I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Who they want? 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 On demand. On demand. He's the man. On demand. He joins us now. What's up, Jeff? How are you, fellas? Did you want me to like do the whole intro, Daily Man Bam, la la la? I just feel like at this point you're just you're well known enough to where people don't need to know that's what you do. That's just obvious at this point. Would you agree with that? I think most people, if they listen to 92.9 FM ESPN, they know what I do for a living. I think that's probably like, right. I think, I think yeah. you know, we get to the point, you know. And what you do for a living and what Jason does for a living. I think, yeah, like, I think that's all that's true. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, you, you feel this formality to introduce the guests, but, but, you know, I feel like we're not so much guests here as we are roommates at this point. Yeah, exactly right. So, so uh, yeah, no, I need no introduction. Yeah, um, just me here. Before we get into the important issues of the day, I know you're mm-hmm. you're a big foodie, Un- underrated foodie in Memphis, no question about really it. Not a foodie at all, but okay. You are totally a foodie. I do like food. I enjoy. You food. love talking about food. It is one of the hallmarks of the I Jeff like Cockin show. Food I, I, that makes I, you a foodie. I, I, but I no no no. I have I have the foodies on to talk about the food. So I have the people who know about food on to talk about food, as opposed to me talking about food. When, when did your love of food begin? My love of food began when I was a when I was a uh, just emerged from the womb, and I would suckle on my mother's breast. That's that's a good story. Can we do? A- <laughs> I don't even know if I would suckle on my mother's breast. I think I was probably bottle fed. That was in the days when you were, you know, when, when no one would bare their breasts like that. They'd bottle feed. Probably was probably bottle fed. Uh, so, uh, I've always liked food. I grew up in Buffalo, you know, we have, we invented the, uh, we invented the wing and oh, uh, yeah. the fun whack, which is much less well celebrated. It's also very, uh, Buffalo is a very sort of Catholic, uh, Italian, German, whatever kind of place. And so a lot of, uh, a lot of a good pizza, a lot of pasta, a lot of, uh, 
just a lot of, you know, and then I come to Memphis, which is another good food town. You wouldn't know because all you eat is chicken fingers, but the rest of us know that Memphis is a very good food town. I'll tell you what, Memphis does those things well. They do. Yeah. They do. Um, Yeah. All right, so a a few things. First, I want to get your thoughts on the uh, college basketball team in Memphis. Uh, You have now seen them several times. Um, I, I, I did bless you. I retweeted you uh, on one of the things that when you tweeted the final score out, and I said that you know this team may not be Penny's sexiest. It may not be his most talented. But when I watch it, I get the feel that it could be his most successful and it could go further than any other he has had. What do you think when you watch this Memphis basketball team play? And don't give me your little snooty little answer. Give me a real one. My real answer is this. I think it's a team that is – it, it is, in fact, has less high-level talent on it than certainly some other of his teams. But it is a clear sense of what it's doing, a clear sense of roles, a clear sense of uh, pecking order. Um, a, they're, they're, it, it's much less chaotic in terms of the rotations and in terms of the my turn, your turn, whatever. Like we know it's Kendrick's team and, and, and DeAndre after that. And so – it's it's reassuring in the sense that you you don't come away from it going what the hell was that you know even in their loss you didn't come away going well, what the hell was that they they got they they lost to a St Louis team that was playing very well on its home court and whatever but it wasn't it wasn't like what is Penny doing like I've never felt that particularly. Uh, at any point of any of these games, um, or what is this player doing? I mean, they, they were flowing the ball all over the place a little bit at the beginning of the last game. But um, so I, I, I think it's a, a team that has a very good sense of itself, and I'll be honest, a pretty low ceiling. I, I don't think it's a particularly high ceiling team. So when you say it could be its most successful, sure, it could be its most successful, and that hopefully two things. One is hopefully it's not going to have to like dig itself out of a massive hole because it has a better sense of itself and hopefully will stack more wins earlier. Uh, and then, okay, for so the most successful team won a tournament game. Could this team win a tournament game? Yes. I believe this team will go to the tournament, I, and I believe they could win a tournament game. I think they're unlikely to win two. Uh, so I think they're – I think that I think the ceiling of this team is, but honestly, being about as successful as last year's team at the end of the day, like where they get to. Um, but I think uh, it may be well a smoother ride than last year's team. Is that unfair to say that I think it's unlikely this team is going to go to the Sweet Sixteen? It doesn't look because in the end, well, it, by definition, it is it is not because it is yeah, in, in the sixteen end, teams out of three hundred eighty nine or whatever it is, and I don't. I don't believe they'll be seated as a favorite in the second round, for example, right? I don't think there'll be a team that's a favorite in the second round. So they'd have to pull an upset, maybe not of the magnitude last year where you're playing Gonzaga, but you're going to, in the end, have to upset in someone in the second round. So I could see him going back to the tournament, and I could see him getting a win. My suspicion is this team will go back to the tournament, and it'll be a coin flip in the opening uh, game, whether they win or not, you know? And, and that's what they are. And then next year we'll have a very different kind of team again. But this year it feels like high floor, low ceiling, know what they are. Kendrick Davis is awesome. Yeah, and it feels like – wouldn't it be – I don't know, Jeff, what's the level of disappointment if they don't win the, the tournament this week with everything we've seen from the other teams, Florida State, you know, and Seton Hall might end up being their toughest game. I think Seton Hall's their toughest opponent, right, right off the bat, right? And yep. um, 
what are they, like 34 in Ken Palm? I mm-hmm. think Memphis is 28 or 36 or something like that now. And so um, Seton Hall's our toughest opponent. I think the disappointment is you got to win two out of three anyway, right? I, it would be nice if they would win the tournament. That would be great. But I think if you win two out of three, you're okay. Like, let's say you lose to Seton Hall and win the next two. It's not a disaster. I think you're still on course. But, yes, um, it's not a formidable field down there by, by any stretch. Do you think, uh, John was just mentioning this, and I, and I think I'm with him on this, how much of getting Mikey Williams do you think is Penny responding to, all right, got to get something that sells tickets too, as, as opposed to, okay, this is the right guy for my offense, let me go get, how, what, what, how much of it do you think was that, that i got to go out and get something that'll, that'll do that? About, I don't think Penny technically, I, I don't think Penny bases his recruiting on a need to sell tickets. I think he, I think Penny is, is drawn. I, I think it, it has a wonderful it has a wonderful byproduct that it might help some some sell, sell the tickets. But I think Penny is drawn to high level talent. Like that's what he was, right? And that's we've seen it. Obviously not this year as much, but even this year he goes and gets Kendrick, right? So he is drawn to high level talent, whether it's these, whether it's James Wiseman or Precious Achua or uh, Jalen Duran or Amani Bates or Mikey. And I don't think it's specifically about selling tickets, I think he likes, you know, high-profile guys. He relates to high-profile guys. He was a high-profile guy. He thinks he can get high-profile guys. And so I think all of that's true. Um, so, But I don't, I don't think he's particularly motivated. Gosh, i got to do this to sell tickets. I do think they have a problem mm-hmm. with tickets. Um, but that's it, not really reflective of anything except for, the changing sports landscape in Memphis. It's really not a, it's not really even about what that Memphis team does particularly. It's about, it's about the fact that there is no city in America where the college basketball team has meant as much as the one does in Memphis, except for maybe Louisville. And there's certainly no city in America that has an NBA team where the college basketball team means as much as it has in Memphis. And so I think over time, the college basketball team is receding in importance, not, not, not disappearing, but relative to where it once was. And that is simply going to happen. And it's going to happen whether you have Mikey on the team or not on the team, uh, you know, honestly. And I think it's one of the hard realities that they're dealing with over there. I think there's a bunch of hard realities. One is they're not in a Power 5 conference, and they're not getting that check, and the gap is getting bigger. And the second is even within the city of Memphis, and this may be hard for people to hear, but even in the city of Memphis, the University of Memphis athletic program is not as important. It's still very important, more important than, than almost any program in any city, but not as important as it used to be, not as important as it was in the 1980s uh, when, when Dana Kirk, you know, it, it, it wasn't, and, 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 you know, they, you can go on a, a final four run and, and it'll be important in that year, but in the grand scheme, it's going to be less important than going forward than it has been over the last 40 years. It's just true. Well, isn't that, I mean, I mean that you could uh, apply that to probably a lot of places where the dynamics would look like Memphis. Is, 100%. I'm you not know. saying there's any, my, my whole point is, is that there's nothing exceptional about this. I don't mean it's like, it's some awful disaster. It's just reality. Yes, it's it's reality. I mean, You're people were always, yourself. you know, for for so many years, people would always remark about the, uh, the what was exceptional was that for so many years with the Grizzlies in town, the Tigers were the Kings. I mean, it, which which for yes. 
that, that was it's still closer. It's still much closer than I'll say this. There's still almost no city in America where, the, you know, me as a sports columnist covers every. Mm-hmm. I, I write more Tiger basketball games than Tiger than, than Grizzlies games, at least at this time of year, because right. they mean more, right? right? And so that's still like you can be damn sure that there's no almost no city in America where any other columnist is making that choice. They're not making that choice in Houston. They're not making that choice in Los Angeles. They're not making that choice in Chicago. They're not making – nowhere else. They're always covering the pro team 50 times more than the college team. I'm just saying it's becoming more – Memphis is becoming more like other cities, even if it's still uh, – the, the, the level of the, the college team gets here, and I don't mean just mean uh, basketball, football, is still extraordinary. It's just not quite as extraordinary as it, or, and going to be as it was in the, um, you know, in the 1980s. And, you know, for example, two of my three kids love sports. They're back this weekend, and what are they really thinking about doing? It's, they're not thinking, God, when are the Tigers playing on TV? I've got to make sure I can watch the Tigers in the, in the tournament. They're thinking, okay, the Grizzlies are playing. Which games can I go to a Grizzlies game? That's just, that's just reality. And Jason's seen, seen the same thing with – with with Chris, and so that's like that's just true, and that's true whether Mikey plays for the team or not. How are we feeling on Bills right now, Jeff? <sighs> little you know, t- little turkey with your Bills against the Lions this week. You know, one of the nice things about about I, th- I think about the NFL is that you're allowed to have like I don't think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, but I didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. The odds of any particular team winning the Super Bowl are like long, right? They're one of the teams that could conceivably win the Super Bowl. And one of the nice things that we're seeing is that in the NFL, unlike in college, you're allowed to have a down week, a couple of down weeks, you know, and then you can, like, look at San Francisco. San Francisco wasn't what we thought they were, and now look at what they are. Now we're looking at them as a real, you know, Super Bowl contender. Kansas City lost the freaking Colts earlier this year. You're allowed to stub your toe in the NFL and figure out who you are and get better and so right now the Bills don't look like, you know, the, the, I never thought they were as good as Kansas City, honestly, but they don't look like the best team in the AFC. But you never know at the end of the year what a team is going to look like. Tredavious White's going to come back, and hopefully he's going to be healthy, and, 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 you know, maybe Josh will figure out why he was throwing all those interceptions and whatnot. So um, they're in the hunt, and I think that's, to me, it's a little bit like the Grizzlies. You're in the hunt, and you're glad to be in the hunt, and you think, hope your team is just going to be healthy, you know, when the moment comes, at the, when, it, when it matters in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, always appreciate your time. Thank you, brother. You're the best. Happy Thanksgiving. I didn't mean to be a downer about Memphis basketball. You know, I, I, I like that team, and Kendrick's fantastic. Don't you find, as, one last question, as you guys grew up with Memphis basketball mattering the most, doesn't it sadden you just a little bit that, that, that I mean, obviously people are incredibly grateful for what the Grizzlies have become. And mean, but isn't it like it is? It is a change, right? And it's a change that it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make me sad. It doesn't make me sad because I think it was just. It was. It was as sports fandom goes. It was backwards in the first place. You know. Right. I mean, it was. It, 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 you know. So it's not. It doesn't make me. And people still care deeply about the. Yeah, Congress. I mean, we it, see it, it with all the readership. We see it with what we hear. We exactly. Hear people still care deeply about them. So let's not. It's not. I just don't. I don't want to lose the plot here. I don't want to. I don't want to say like you know. There's a. There's a little bit of like. There's a lot of doom saying about the Tigers basketball program. That's the program I I have the least worry about. Yeah.
I think it's pretty amazing that Penny's still getting freaking top five recruiting class. Yeah, I mean, no I'm, I, I, about that, I'm worried know? about like Memphis football. If you want me, you know, that's the program right. I'm worried about. I'm not worried about right. Tiger basketball. Right. I mean, that thing will that thing will live forever. Yep. Uh, um, All right. Because of happy it. Thanksgiving. All right, brother. Too. That is Jeff Calkins. Denies he's a foodie. I think the people involved in this show would take issue with that. Oh yeah. Did not, did, nobody can talk about food the way he, he does and not be a foodie. He is. He says he just empowers foodies to talk on his show. Yeah, that's classic he's, Hawkins. He's he's foodie. He's deflecting. He's deflecting and uh, objection, Your Honor. You know that's if we want to play that game. You and me, not foodies. No, we don't. McDonald's don't. chicken fingers. I mean, it doesn't. You know, happen. energy over here. Yeah, which you know, again, like I think you know, think about the wing guru, for example. Okay, what more do you need? I don't. I don't need to talk to you about like. I mean, do I like to? Do I like to follow like these TikTokers who, uh, you know, do all these exotic dishes and you know make nifty little videos of food I'll never eat? Yeah, I like that. I it's kind of fun, just to see. You know? Why you don't eat? You'd never eat it. Yeah, well, there's a lot of things that I would watch but wouldn't do. I I think you would be in the same boat on that super box. Who knows what that history looking like? You get all kinds of pirated videos on there. Got to be mm-hmm. careful. CJ mm-hmm. gets that remote. Thing's still working like a like a clock. I got to tell you, that right there. No, you hated on it. Listen, we going like three seasons now. We've been tuned in. That was a, I, and I, off of that I, uh, I, Sunday I, I think it's safe to say that's a bigger upset than what the Saudis did against Argentina, that that thing is still no. getting a signal. Three years later, it, it, it survived COVID. <laughs> what can you say? China manufacturing food. What? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, there you go. The Live Love Memphis Group at The Real Estate Agency is here for you. They want to help you get the most money for your home. 
They know how to navigate any kind of market, any kind of conditions. These are not particularly crazy times. They're just kind of normalizing. And they're here to help you make the most money for your home. Get it sold to the right buyer. Or if you're on the other side, get the home. Get the best deal for you. They can work magic on both ends of the spectrum. They do it every day, time and time again. Reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. I remember when I called Jennifer Carsonson four years ago when we first met. I didn't have high hopes. I'd put it off trying to put my home on the market for years. Thought I'd have to sink in thousands. Thought that's the news that she was going to give me in terms of trying to sell my house was wrong. She said, no, we're going to do this, this, this. It was a short list, actually. Not nearly as much money as I thought I'd have to spend. Some hundreds, not thousands. She got it sold for what she said she was going to get it sold for. That meant a ton to me. Then she put us in our dream home. So we will forever be indebted to her. And frankly, we're grateful that we get to sing her praises every day. You could be next. She's done it in every market. Give it a shot. Call her up, 625-5200. She's only the best in town, and she's built this group from the ground up herself with her own hands. 901-625-5200. Or you can email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, sold at livelovememphis.com. It is the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agents. Yes, indeed. we got Grizzlies back in action tonight. Ella, uh, excuse me, uh, John Morant has been upgraded to questionable, which, you know, as we, as we know, as these things go, that pretty much means he is going to suit up for the Grizzlies, and the number has reflected that. Uh, a Kings team, as we've talked about quite a bit, <clears throat> that is, you know, streaking right now, um, started 0-4. What's their record since the 0-4 start? 9-2, John. 9-2. And And Kevin Durant, I heard you play in the video. Uh, He has big respect for Kevin Herter. No, well, the way he's shooting the ball right now. uh, He's been absolutely fantastic for them, but so has everybody they went out and got. They went out and got shooters. Bobby Marks wrote about it over at ESPN either yesterday or today, uh, just about going out, getting the shooting that they needed. You put that around Sabonis and Fox. You got an offensive team that's averaging – 131 and a half points over the last six, the six that they've won. Mm-hmm. And listen, this is Cavs and Lakers, Warriors, Nets, Spurs, Pistons that they've knocked off uh, during this streak. So they have found something, yeah. to say the least, after an 0 4 start. And yeah, looking like a team that'll be right there, you know, I, I think still play in level, but this is real now. You got to deal with Sacramento. And maybe at some point they, they look a little bit better defensively with, you know, Mike Brown sort of having that background. If he can get, if he can get them up to respectability. Yep. I heard Harrington mention this. He's absolutely right. Like it, twenty, get to twenty with that offense, they can be uh, they can be you know a formidable opponent. Kevin Durant believes as much. Yeah, enough to certainly come in here and and, and try to spoil it. You know, and especially uh, after you've beaten them already down at their place. <clears throat> so yes, they're gonna definitely keep that in mind. They're gonna have that in mind. Um, so look, it, it, on one hand, yeah, like you don't. Terrence have, Davis on this team too. Yeah, um, didn't mention him. South Haven, South Haven. product. Yep. Um, but you're getting job back, which is obviously a, a great development. It feels like you don't have, you know, uh, Desmond Bain, but this is a game where at home you really like to, you know, flip it, get back on the uh, winning side of things. It's been real, you know. It's getting colder. It's getting cold outside. It's getting dark outside earlier. You know, we need some dubs to celebrate here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Kings don't intimidate me, man. They don't intimidate me. Like, show me. Well, somebody's got to put them back in their spot. Perfect situation for the Memphis Grizzlies to do that tonight. Um, and again, just what you're trying to do is you're just trying to tread water until you get everybody back, uh, and, and you could really make a run at you know three or four, um, what whatever ultimately it can be. I mean, we'll just we'll have to sort of you know take stock of the you know of the situation of the standings, but hopefully that's sooner rather 
then later. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jeff Calkins for joining us on the show today. Thanks to Brooks Monaghan for hopping on and Jessica Benson, who you, of course, can hear right here on 99 FM ESPN. Pre-game at 6.30. Tip at 7 p.m. Get your fix on Thanksgiving week. That's going to do it for us today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.